Hello and welcome back to another episode of Project Deep End, the show about building a pool service business. I'm your host, Dave, and today is Wednesday, my dudes. Uh, we're halfway through the week. The guys are burning through their routes today. Uh, we've had a couple of customer kind of service calls uh, you know, come in, and uh, a couple of leads called me. I got a, a sales appointment a little later today. I've got a couple of service calls that are, should be pretty easy slam dunk kind of things. Um, but this, the sales appointment, that's kind of kind of awesome uh, because I've turned off my leads, or I've turned off, excuse me, not my leads. I, I call it turning off the leads in my mind for some reason. What I mean by that is I've turned off uh, our, our Google ads. Um, and for whatever reason, we just keep getting people to call. So um, that's kind of nice. That Now, that that is not to say that my game plan is to leave the lead, you know, the, the advertising off. If anything, I want to dump more money into advertising. Um, but right now I'm kind of in this, uh, limbo state. It's sometimes I get a little bit anxious about it. Um, sometimes I have a kind of a lot of anxiety about how uh, much of a sort of quote unquote limbo state I'm in. Um, but also it's sometimes I'm, I'm like, this is the best because it's not that hard uh, to kind of maintain the status quo. You know, what, what was hard was putting it, you know, getting new customers, getting them all situated, cleaning out their pool, getting their pools ready for ser- weekly service, uh, you know, getting them into the system, billing them out, you know, uh, handling kind of uh, expectations ahead of time. And then sometimes when they're misaligned, you know, uh, new customers, there's kind of a lot of communication at first before they get kind of settled in. Uh, to us taking care of their pool. And so it's just a lot of, um, it's a lot of customer service front right up front. Um, and so not having a whole lot of new customers come in has been really nice. You know, we were at, I believe the last time I looked at our numbers, um, I dropped somebody yesterday. They asked if I would reconsider. I am reconsidering. I'm not, frankly, I'm really not uh, that interested in keeping them. The, the reason I'd keep them is because they're, they are one, a kind of one of three accounts back to back to back right next door to each other on the same street. But I'm really not that interested in keeping her. Um, very disrespectful, very passive aggressive and, um, you know, locks us out all the time. And, and you just, just not a good customer, man. It's cheap, underpays us quite a bit. I, it came in with a route purchase. So, um, I'm not really so sure uh, if I want to keep them, but if I were to keep them, we're at about 194. So what's crazy is I've raised the rates, um, and then I've also gone through and cut out a bunch of people uh, over the last few um, few weeks, the last couple of weeks. Um, let's see, it's been three, almost not even three weeks since my uh, third employee, my one of my technicians, quit. And since then, I think I've I've personally dropped. Uh, two or three accounts, um, and uh, this with this one being probably number four, uh, and somehow we are still right around that 195 mark, uh, which is great. It's really great, um, but it is also uh, <laughs> kind of interesting because I was expecting to lose more like 10 to 15 uh, from price increases and stuff. And now, granted, when I did the price increase. I uh, set it up so that the price increase would take effect in June. So come June, when people see their new bills due, you know, I'm, I'm expecting a secondary wave of people who, who drop us. Um, that being said, I think we've had one person so far drop from the price increase. I had one person kind of give me a hard time, and then I, w- I just explained, like, take it or leave it. 
you know, I, I explained everything I need to explain in the letter that I sent out. Um, so if you're giving me a hard time after reading that letter, it's kind of like, well, just make a decision. Do you want us to do your pool or not? I'm not, I just, I don't have the, the, I don't, I don't feel such a strong desire to like plead with people to stay, you know, it's like, if you don't want the service, it's okay. I just, I'm not going to do your service for, um, less money because, you know, things are more expensive now. Yesterday's prices are not today's prices. I think Cali pool Texas is, um, the guy who says that all the time yesterday prices are not today's prices. Um, I think that's where I got that, but it's true. Uh, and, um, you know, so yeah, so, uh, it's pretty crazy to, to just look at the book of business and see how really we're kind of in the exact same spot that we were a month, you know, three weeks ago when we sent out the price increases and I've dropped people and I've had one person drop and I'm expecting another person to drop, you know, another couple people to drop in June, but maybe they won't. Maybe our service stands, you know, for itself. Maybe the quality of service is there and, um, you know, people are, are, you know, see how hard we work and, and realize, you know, 15 to a 15 to $20 price increase in these very uncertain times is, is, you know, understandable. So that's what I'm really hoping for, but I, I never prepare myself mentally for that to be the case. I prepare for the worst. I, when we did these price increases, I was expecting about 30% of people just dropping us. Um, and maybe that was overkill. I was actually, I was thinking anywhere between 30 and 60%. Um, but I, I do that because I want to brace myself for the worst case scenario because uh, maybe maybe I it's extreme but you know I want to know what how I'll react if we lose that large of a chunk of business because um, these prices are not the prices that I started most of my accounts at I mean most of my in my first year our average was eighty three dollars and they were it was I think all full service we maybe had like a of the 135 pools that we had after the after year one, um, let's just call it 115, 120. I don't really remember exactly how many we had at, at year one because I wasn't good at uh, keeping track back then. Um, but let's just say out of the 120, uh, we had maybe had like five people who were not full service, and the average um, the average uh, revenue per customer was 83 bucks a month. It was like 83, 84 bucks a month. Um, so, you know, now I just did my number, I just crunched my numbers with the new pricing, uh, and we are at 125, um, per month, but we have a plethora of, um, full service, semi full service and chem only. Um, I would still say we're probably, we're probably still right around the 60 to 70% full service. Um, and, and also that number is going to go up pretty significantly. Um, I still have a few holdover accounts. Uh, you know, I still have a big chunk of business that started super low, so they're not even going to get too much higher. Um, but you know, we really don't do full service for less than 125, I think, um, for anyone. I don't, you know, there's one person left in my book of business that has uh, it's $95 a month for chemical only, and I figured that's fine because today's rate for chemical only is 100 bucks. But moving forward, we don't go into a backyard if we're not making 100 bucks a month, period. It's just not worth it. And, and I would, I'm even kind of getting to that point where I'm, I'm also wondering, like, is it, you know, is it a good idea to, uh, kind of increase that, um, or, or start charging for some chemicals separately, like tabs. Should we start charging, you know, you get four tabs a month and any more tabs that we need to use, we're going to bill you, you know, five bucks a puck. 
because that's kind of what tabs cost now, five freaking dollars a puck, which is just fucking insane. I can't believe that is what things cost now. Um, you know, other, also one of the things I'm thinking about doing is, is adding a midsummer. Um, everybody gets a $25, uh, charge for enzymes and, um, enzymes and, uh, what are they called? Uh, uh, phosphate remover. Uh, because a lot of my pools, although the chemicals are fine, it seems like the chlorine just goes away right away. Like it's all, everything's balanced. Uh, but the chlorine just gets eaten like so fast, so much faster. And, um, I've never really used enzymes before. So I'm going to, I'm going to start like looking into this. And I got that from, um, JJ flawless pools. Uh, J if, for those of you who don't know who that is, that's one of the hosts in pool nation, uh, the pool nation podcast. Um, he's here in California, I think. And, uh, you know, I, I heard from him on one of the, I think it was either a podcast or an Instagram live that he does like three times a year. He just charges for enzymes. And I, I really like that idea. Number one, it's a good source of, um, you know, working capital. It's a good source of, of basically just money, right? Revenue and, and profit and all that good stuff. But also, um, you know, after two and a half years of doing this and not really ever using enzymes, I feel, I think I'm starting to, to kind of get to that point where there's just enough dissolved organic stuff. It just needs to get eaten because the, the chemicals are not, um, they're not doing what they used to do. It's either that or just because of all the chem shortages, all my chemicals are now just garbage chemicals and they're like half the potency. That could also be a thing. I don't really know. Uh, but you know, I, I don't get, to, I don't get my, my pick of the litter for when I want to go and buy tabs. There was a specific brand that I really liked. Uh, and it's not, it's just, no one's had it for like over a year and a half. So it's just not available. Right. Um, so I don't really know what the condition of, uh, the chems that I'm using is. I don't know the purity. I don't know if we're getting ripped off by some overseas manufacturer who's like, you know, seeing a gold mine right here, uh, you know, pandemic gold mine. I don't know. But, um, point is, is I, I've been, uh, rolling that idea around, um, so yeah, so I mean that's kind of where we're at today. Uh, we're, you know, I, I started this podcast talking about, um, you know, there there is um, that you know that I'm in kind of a little bit of a slowdown. I'm now I have not been responding to leads. I've not been answering my phone for new for new customers, um, and a lot of that is because you know before when I had three technicians, I had a team to dump any new customer on. And we had systems in place and we had procedures for, for cleaning out new pools and getting it ready for service, filter cleans, basic tune-ups on, on equipment, you know, just fixing all the issues that I identify in, in the inspection. Uh, the, the, when I do an estimate, I'd give a visual inspection of the pool. I'm not going to break things open, you know, I'm not going to like pull apart a pump to check the impellers and things like that. But, you know, I just do a quick visual inspection of all the, the sort of normal service equipment like skimmer baskets, pump baskets, you know, pressure, on, you know, pressure gauge. And then if the pressure gauge is working... Uh, what is the pressure of the, 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 the filter? You know, what, um, you know, what is the condition of the pool? What is the condition of the plaster? Is the plaster end of life? Is there any black algae spots? Like those types of real basic, um, is the pool sweep working? Do you have a pool sweep, which we require? Um, we have one, one pool that does not have a pool sweep and they pay a $25 a month premium for that. Um, so if you refuse to get a pool sweep, okay, you're going to pay me 25 bucks a month then. 
And it's it's not because I'm trying to, to you know squeeze out money, although I do need to be you know we do need to be compensated for the extra time it's going to take to clean out the pool because your pool isn't cleaning itself all week. But um, more importantly than that, uh, it's it, I'm trying to incentivize them or de-incentivize them from not getting a new sweep. I'm trying to make it apparent that hey, you need a new sweep, and you know if you just get a new sweep or if you don't get a new sweep in whatever that is. Uh, uh, one year, you know, you're basically already at a full new sweep or at least a used crappy sweep, you know? Um, so don't not do it, right? Don't, don't just not get a pool sweep. Um, but anyway, back to, to what I was saying, um, you know, it's, it's kind of slower right now on purpose. Um, I'm kind of really enjoying it. And also Memorial Day is in a week and a half, right? So that is the busiest day of the year for me. And then the next busiest is the 4th of July. And basically from Memorial Day until the 4th of July, which is roughly one month, this is going to be the busiest month of the year. And I wanted to have a team of three, but I don't. So, you know, I wanted to have a team of three so I could just focus purely on growing the business as much as I possibly can in this one ridiculously profitable month or one ridiculously high growth month of the year, but I don't have that. And, um, you know, we've run out of, we've, we've run out of a lot of our, our cash reserve runway by, because the, the, the technician that I had, I was, I hired him early in anticipation for, um, this, this one month, but you know, that I, now that I've lost that guy, well, you know, I'm, I'm, battling with whether or not it's worth it to hire someone else to replace him because the reality is it's going to take six weeks for that person to be on their own being able to handle all the pools by themselves profitably right and if I'm training this new guy uh, as well as trying to grow I just don't know number one I don't know if I have it in me um, I'm, I'm pretty tired um, and you know, one of the biggest reasons why I'm not rushing to replace and rushing to do this or rushing to do that is I'm just, I'm kind of enjoying it. I'm kind of enjoying just taking care of the business that I have. And, uh, all right, we got another uh, crazy person in traffic. Cool. Um, you know, I'm just kind of enjoying, uh, the business that I have. I'm trying, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm taking great care of the customers we have. I'm trying to make sure that everyone's super happy. We're getting a lot of referrals, which is crazy. Um, you know, just considering like, I've sometimes I feel like I've taken my eye off the service, uh, eye off the ball on, on service quality and, and not, it's not like really bad, but I just, I haven't really been keeping as, as, um, detailed tabs on everything, uh, going on. The thing seems to just be, you know, still plugging away, still chugging along just fine. Um, but yeah, so I don't really know what I'm going to do. Um, and one, on one hand, it's like, I should just replace that guy at, at the very least in a part-time capacity, at the very least, like hire on a helper for me, or I could stick him in my lead text truck. And then my lead tech could potentially do, you know, instead of doing 15 to 20 pools a day, they could be doing 35 pools a day or stick him in another technician truck. I, I don't really know, um, what the right move is. Um, you know, I think having a third person, uh, would in within a week or two end up being a good idea, but also it's hard to find good people. And I don't want to hire someone just to fill the seat. Um, I've been doing that for the last two years and I just don't feel the need to do that. Uh, cause we have a workload right now that is hard, but we can do it. 
And um, right now, I, I like I said, I'm just kind of battling whether or not it's worth it to to go super gung ho during this really difficult uh, time of year from a customer service perspective, um, because customers need their pools to be perfect. Because right now they're trying to you know set up for the their first pool parties, their first barbecues, their you know Fourth of July barbecues and pool parties. And after Fourth of July, most people they kind of realize okay they they stop using the pool so much. Right now we're in that sort of they've been looking at their pool all winter and they're pent up and they just want to swim and have fun you know fun in the sun and, and enjoy that beautiful pool in their backyard that's been looking perfect all year because your boy's doing the pools um but you know after the fourth of july they they kind of get their fill and then they maybe swim once a month and then in august you know the kids start going back to school and then in september the kids are back in school and nobody's really using the pool and then you know october rolls around and people are thinking halloween and fall they're not thinking you know pool parties so you know it's it's not it's not um it's really not that big of a pool a swim season uh but this is this is the probably the most important time to grow so i just keep going back and forth of if i want to replace the employee and and go back into cash flow negative or just sort of stack cash because here's the other side here and this is why i'm not super sure um you know uh over the weekend my wife and i had a big kind of strategy brainstorm um you know meeting i guess and and we were talking about you know what direction we want to go uh, it would take the company um, from a growth perspective. And uh, either way, we want to grow, right? Uh, we know for sure we want to grow. Um, we also know for sure that I was at my wit's end um, for, you know, just growing nonstop all year uh, and, and working round the clock all year. Not, you know, no, most pool guys that I know, they, most pool guys that I know, they, they take... Um, the winters and they just relax. They work short hours. They try to, you know, they, they punt repairs that are not critical, uh, you know, and they, you know, they don't do lights. They, they just, they just chill out because the, the summer season is no joke, especially the, the pool guys who are, are single polars and doing all of the pools themselves and all of the repairs themselves and all of the customer service and all the billing. So most pool guys that I know, pool guys and gals that I know, they just take it easier in the winter. Well, I did not. I picked up about, uh, we bought two routes. Um, we grew uh, on our own. I think we, we picked up, I think, 20 to 22. It was like 20 or 25 accounts, and then we grew by 25 accounts uh, on our own. So we, we picked up about 50 pools um, throughout the, the slowest time of year. So I was just grinding like a madman. And, um, I was planning on grinding all the way through until the second end of the second quarter, and then kind of seeing where we are, where we were. And, you know, if I could take a break, I'd take a little bit of a break, but you know, that was all, uh, hinging on the fact that I would have three technicians. Well, I don't. So, you know, now it's kind of like, well, I've been grinding my ass off. I'm tired. Um, I have a lot of service calls I have to take care of, um, for this time of year, and, uh, you know, do I keep grinding and hire somebody and just try to put the pedal to the metal? Uh, or do I just relax and, you know, handle this very, um, you know, do I relax and, and just uh, take really good care of the customers we have, knowing that um, in the future, uh, where we may not be able to grow on our own as well right now, uh, we will just replace that growth with a route acquisition and a large one at that. So that's what we were kind of talking about this weekend. And we decided that, um, you know, 
as much as I want to grow on my own because it's significantly less expensive than uh, a route acquisition, and especially this time of year where chemicals uh, are, you know, our chemical costs are through the frickin' roof, and this is generally not a very profitable time of year. Generally speaking, we don't make that much money. We kind of just break even or even operate at a loss uh, this time of year for two to three months. Um, you know, uh, so... Yeah, so that that's kind of what we were talking about. What we decided was, you know, here's the deal. Yes, I could grow by 100 accounts or throughout the rest of this year. If I just booked it and worked my ass off and, like, sacrificed my sanity, frankly, um, I could uh, just sort of get there. Um, but what we could also do is take our time through this time of year, grow and be really selective of the customers that we pick so that we have very profitable customers and very, or, or at the very least, very efficient customers, customers that really uh, impact our, our route density in a very positive way um, and just try to build the strongest business we can by being very selective. Uh, and then at the, you know, when I, when, and then also stack cash because right now we're profitable. And as soon as I hire somebody, we're going to be negative again. Um, so stack up our cash and just save and save and save, uh, as much working capital as possible. And then when the right opportunity comes our way, uh, by, by the biggest route we possibly can, or, uh, or, and and by do and probably get a loan to do it right, um, so that's kind of where we're at right now. So either buy a huge route, hundred pools, or buy a few smaller routes uh, that it will add up to a hundred pools. But um, that's kind of where we're headed right now. That's that's the sort of tentative game plan. Is don't worry about growth right now. Don't worry about grinding and, and driving myself insane with the amount of workload that I have. Uh, just focus on my team. Focus on you know uh, paying my my guys super well and. Uh, uh, you know, taking care of our customers super well and stacking up uh, working capital and, and just, you know, keep our, you know, keep saving money um, so that when a, a good route comes our way, which I have a couple of feelers out, I've got a couple of, of um, we, we had a couple of very small bites, small as in like uh, nibbling on the bait, right? Not, not small as in the routes, but small. We actually had one, one thing that I'm trying not to get too uh, excited about because at that point, you know, we've, we've already lost about three deals this year, maybe four, if you count one of the ones that I just, I kind of just said no to because it wasn't large enough. So we've lost out on a few, a few, like not lost out on, but we, we've had about three to five deals fall through that were like looking really good. Um, with the most recent one being like the most stellar deal. And God, I, I wish I had moved faster because I could have probably inked it if I just, went for it a little bit harder. It's just, you know, I didn't know the guy. Um, so, and then he eventually just sort of shopped it around and found somebody else. Um, you know, so I'm not, I'm not getting my hopes up because every deal other than the first couple, uh, that I've tried for this year have fallen through, but this deal that's, you know, we got, we got the, you know, through cast the line out with the bait, uh, and we're getting some nibbles on it. It's about a hundred pools. Um, all in the areas that I'm already operating in. So it would be massive route density. It would be massive upgrade. It would be literally growing by uh, 30% of my book of business. We would be, uh, or no, sorry, we'd be growing by 50% of my book of business because we're at just under 200 pools right now. And if we pull in 100 pools, I mean, Jesus Christ, that would be insane. That would be amazing. That would be game-changing uh, money. That would be game-changing 
Uh, Now, it would be a lot of work. I would have to hire somebody. I would have to do the pools with that person. Uh, I would actually have to start um, delegating territories to uh, my two technicians that I have now. Um, And I would have to effectively start grooming uh, my technician uh, towards being a lead tech eventually, right? So it's not a small, this is definitely not a small uh, thing to do, but it would be uh, pretty game changing if I were to pull it off. But I'm trying not, like I said, I'm trying not to get too uh, uh, wrapped in, you know, wrapped up in that idea. Um, If it happens, great. If it doesn't, that's fine. Uh, But yeah, right now, I think at the end of the day, things are good things are profitable. We're going to stack cash until I make a final decision. I am still interviewing people. I am still, you know, we, we still are recruiting people. It's just, we're just like our pools. We're being selective with our pools. We're being selective with the candidates. And I I don't want to just hire somebody. I don't want to just grow for the sake of growth when I'm this fried, because when I'm this fried, I think if I just grow for the sake of growth, I'll drop the ball on uh, some of our better customers and I don't want to lose them. Right. I want to keep the customers who have been loyal, to keep the customers who have paid their bills every month and, and, and you know, are okay with our price hikes and you know, know, know that we're, we're doing the absolute best we can for them and, and it shows. And I, I just got this gut feeling that the rest is going to kind of take care of itself and it kind of shows. I have a, like I said, I have a sales appointment today and I'm not even advertising. I got two leads coming in today, right? Um, so things are working out. Um, we're sort of, at, like I said, we're in this limbo state I don't really know. There, there are a lot of options, right? We have a lot of options right now. I'm just, I'm trying to be really selective about which option I choose because I have, I'm at that point where, where whatever option I choose, no matter what, they are good options, right? All of my options are excellent options, great problems to have, but also all of the options I have uh, come with a mountain of work. And so I just, I want to be careful about what mountain of work I'm committing myself to because, you know, that's one of the things that I, has served me very well in this journey of building a business is, you know, when I make a commitment, I keep that commitment. When I give you my word, you know, it is a dead unpaid and, um, I take it very seriously. So, you know, the first two and a half years, it was like, grow at all costs, grow at all costs, grow at all costs. Well, kind of cost me pretty, pretty heavily psychologically and, uh, and physically. I mean, my shoulders are torn up. Um, both, both of my shoulders have limited range of motion now, and I don't have the ability to go to see a doctor. Like I'm gonna, I, I, you know, I have seen a doctor. He didn't take it seriously. Um, didn't even inspect my shoulder, just said, yeah, it'll be fine. Um, I think, you know, that's the problem of being, uh, with Kaiser is they, you know, if you get the wrong guy, who's just too busy. And also it was during the pandemic. So my guess is he just had bigger fish to fry than a young man who's complaining about shoulder pain. Uh, but I was there when my shoulders tore up. I felt, I felt inside of my shoulders, things snapping and tearing. And since, and that was a year and a half ago. And since then I have had limited range of motion. I have flare ups where it just absolutely feels like excruciating pain in my shoulders. Um, you know, something's wrong in there. And I, I would imagine it's going to take surgery to fix that. And I'm not, you know, I, I can't, I don't, I don't have that luxury right now. I don't have the luxury of being able to, you know, take a few months and fix my body. I don't. So it's just, that is what it is, you know? And, that's, that's one of the prices I'm paying with my, with my health. And so point is, is now 
that we've spent um, all of time, all this time and energy and and worked as hard as I have and built the thing that we have, you know, and we have the options we have. I think it's now starting to become apparent that I also need to be more careful about what I say yes to when it comes to big directional, uh, you know, direction changes or big kind of um, just the the big things, right? I need to be careful about what I say yes to when it comes to like big things like a hundred person route or, you know, hiring another person or, or not. Um, and yeah, so just kind of trying to be patient. Um, like I said, some days I'm, I'm very anxious about, excuse me, about stagnating. And then some days I'm loving, loving where we're at and just piling in the cash and just, you know, being fine and, you know, making good money and working hard and taking good care of the customers and having a very healthy business, albeit a very small business with a lot of points of fail- single points of failure with me being the largest single point of failure because if I can't work, I, the business goes under. Um, I think we, we would be able to survive for a, a few weeks of me doing very little, uh, but it would not be good. Um, then again, my, my lead technician is really solid. Like I think he could probably step up and just make sure that this thing doesn't die. And I probably could get a surgery. Just I would need to be sure he was going to stay. Um, but yeah, so I mean, that's where we're at now. Um, you know, we did make the decision that we are looking to buy a 100-person route. Uh, we are going to be looking for the right deal. Uh, and, you know, because it's going to require me going and getting financing, which I just... Um, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know, at the very beginning of the year, we did a cash out refinance on our house to dump all of that uh, house equity that we had into the business to clear out almost all of the debt. We only have two um, small uh, truck payments. That's all we have. Out of the four trucks we own, we only have a payment on two of them. And that is all of the debt for the business. We don't owe anybody anything else. And uh, and it's a wonderful spot to be in. Um and I did it because I knew there was a recession kind of looming. I, I, I think there's a recession looming. I could be wrong, but I'm, I'm pretty sure there's, uh, you know, I'm pretty sure the, the writing's on the wall. I, I don't think this, this merry-go-round goes forever. I think eventually this is going to stop. The other shoe is going to drop and, uh, we're going to see some pretty tough times. And so I was trying to stay solvent and, you know, very little debt, but for a hundred pools, I'll go into debt. For 100 really solid pools in my areas of operation, I'll go into debt because 100 pools, more or less, will get us to roughly 500,000 in recurring revenue, um, which would probably be 550. It would be a little bit less than 500,000, but it would be, you know, let's just call it total revenue, 600,000 a year. It would get us to about 600,000 a year in total sales, um, which is, to me, that's kind of where the the business is relatively fully baked. You know, it's enough money for an office admin. It's enough money for a real facility. It's enough money for another technician. It's enough money for me to be completely out of the day-to-day route work. And I would only be doing sort of repairs and repair diagnostics. Um, you know, but uh, my job will be repairs and growth and management, not cleaning pools, repairs, growth and management, right? So I would be 100% out of the routes and uh, that would be, you know, and, and, it, and it's at that point where I have an office admin who answers the phones if I choose. I mean, the other thing is I could save that money on that salary and I could answer the phones myself. And because I'm not so swamped with 
trying to keep, you know, make sure I do my pools, the guys do their pools, and I do all the other stuff. Um, you know, maybe I can handle the customer service uh, because all I'm doing is repairs. And I could just be like, you know, people can call in and then my answer is, yeah, I'll be there today or tomorrow. That's going to make people a lot happier than what it is when I'm doing the routes with my team. It's like, I'll be there three days to a week, maybe next week. Um, you know, so I, I don't know, but point is, is if I get an office admin who can answer the phones for me, that means I can actually step away for a week at a time. Uh, and that's, that's the big one is I, I just want to be able to step away, for, uh, step away and take vacations. Um, that's the biggest reward I, I'm gunning for right now is I just, we, my wife and I have been grinding every single day on this thing for two and a half years. Um, and when we started it, we started it with the intention of getting, building a life where we have, you know, optionality. We have real freedom. We can choose to work or choose not to, right? That was the goal. And we have not achieved that. In fact, we work more than what we worked when we were employees by a lot, by probably triple the amount, double to triple the amount, given, you know, depending on the week. And, you know, so a hundred more pools and we finally achieve, you know, a hundred more pools with all that goes with it, with hiring a new guy, training a new guy, possibly hiring, you know, one part-time guy or just two part-time guys. I don't know, but hiring, you know, hiring out the, the route work, hiring out the phones and sort of, uh, uh billing, tracking down, you know, billing collections and, and things like that. Um, that's the, that would be enough for the, for the first time in doing this where we could actually step away for an actual week off and, um, yeah, so we're gunning for that. By the end of the year, that's what we want. We, we you know, the original goal was 800,000, but I'm happy with, I'd be perfectly happy with 600,000. I, which by the way, I still think we can hit 800,000. It's just, it is going to require a big route purchase. And then it is going to require me making a decision on hiring another person relatively soon, uh, or, or hiring a person sooner rather than later so that we have the infrastructure, uh, and the team, uh, to be able to take on the amount of customers I would need uh, to be able to say yes to, um, and the type of pools I would need to be able to say yes to, cause I have a full team. Um, I, I don't know if I said that in a way that it makes sense, but I hopefully, hopefully you get the point. So anyway, this is kind of rambling on. This is where my head's at today. Um, again, I'm still kind of on the fence on how often I want to post these, but I kind of like making them and this is a good little break. I just got my oil change, oil change and, uh, brake inspection done. So I'm driving back into my area anyway. So, um, thank you so much for listening. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out. Uh, it's project deep end. Uh, that, that's my Instagram handle. It's the best way to slide into those DMS, shoot me a message. Um, and, uh, but otherwise, thank you so much and have a good rest of your day. Bye.